John chapter 6 and verse 70, we have a comment on Judas. John chapter 6 and verse 70, Jesus said, Have not I chosen you twelve, and one of you is a devil. Matthew 26, 14 talks about what Judas did after this event. It said, Then one of the twelve called Judas as a carrot went unto the chief priest and said unto him, What will you give me, and I will deliver him unto you? And they covenanted with him for thirty pieces of silver, and from that time forth he sought opportunity to betray him. Judas had a problem. Basically, his problem at this point becomes demon possession. He had so long toyed with the ideas of greatness and being great, and he had been so greedy and crooked, dishonest, that now he has opened himself up to total and complete domination by demon. He was demon-possessed. If you read farther in John, you'll find out that I'm telling you the truth. John 13, and in that chapter. What was his need? He needed deliverance, and he needed to be born again. He needed deliverance, and he needed to be born again. Jesus taught in John chapter 3, and he said, You must be born again. You must literally be born from above. It is essential that we get people born again, and not just Christianized. It is easy to get a person Christianized, but it is the worst thing we can do to them. Someone said that today, in America, there are so many people that the devil has inoculated against Christianity so that they will never catch it. We have many people in America that have been inoculated against the real thing, so they'll never catch it. It's important, therefore, that we get people born again and delivered. Let's not take them halfway and leave them with all kinds of demonic oppression hanging on. Let's get them all the way through, clean, up, inside, totally free of the oppression of the enemy. We do a person an injustice when we just get them to say a few words and send them out there in the world still plagued by demonic power. Let's get them all the way through. Let's get them filled with the Holy Spirit. Let's take them all the way with Jesus. And then we won't be plagued with a Judas later on down the line. How did Jesus meet his need? In chapter 13 and verse 21 through 30, when Jesus had thus said, he was troubled in spirit and testified and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, that one of you shall betray me. The disciples looked around that room and they said, Is it, is it I? They began to question one another. They began to doubt their own sincerity, their own commitment. But Jesus, as they were seated at the table, he was seated close enough to Judas that he could look Judas in the eye and let Judas know that he knew it was him and allow Judas to get out of that room without being detected. If Judas had been discovered in that room to be the traitor, he would have never left that room alive. Peter would have seen to that. But Jesus, in his great love and compassion and protection and knowing the plan of God, allowed his traitor to leave that room knowing full well that he was going straight to the chief priest to betray him. Now that's how Jesus met his need. You know how Jesus meets a greedy person's need? He loves them. And he keeps showing them how much good he intends for them. He keeps right on loving them in the midst and in the presence and in the, in the process of their greed. He just keeps manifesting His goodness to them, believing that they will see the difference between what they are doing and what is right. He loved Judas all the way to the end, all the way. If Judas had repented after he betrayed Christ, Jesus would have forgiven him in an instant. I am totally convinced of that. Judas went past the point of repentance and he did not know how to repent. He could not repent. He was so possessed of devils that they finally destroyed him.